Today on the Tequila Collective, we're talking about boxes. Out of the box. Out of the box. Hey, and welcome to episode 16 of the Tequila Collective. My name is Rob, and with me as always is my brother and co-host, Jack. Hello, everyone. What's going on, Jack? Nothing. Really? Nothing. (laughs) Well, good to know. Uh, Today on the show, we are talking about boxes. You know I love a good box. Especially the the box a bottle of tequila comes in. Am I right? Right. My favorite type of box. Yeah, that box. Um, So... Today on the show, I wanted to talk about boxes specifically because it kind of goes off a recent episode we did uh, regarding perception of brands or specific bottles and how people look at them a certain way just based off, you know, whether it's a brand name they recognize or the bottle's pretty. And I feel like boxes play some kind of role when people like to purchase tequila because of how they're presented a box is a huge um, factor in tequila in my opinion when purchasing tequila because when i see a a tequila that comes in a box i instantly think that that tequila is fancier than just a regular bottle of tequila yeah and so i go i want that bottle of tequila because it's in that box also i want to open the box to see what's in what's in the box (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it just it it always gives like an a little bit of grandeur i guess you could say grandiose yeah so i think boxes definitely play a role and it's something that you don't see like the average tequila in a box like you would never get like a a bottle of like you know jose cuervo gold in a box no really you don't see a lot of tequilas in boxes i mean when you go to a liquor store any type of store that's selling tequila you don't see a lot of boxes. You see a ton of bottles, but yeah. you don't see a lot of boxes on the shelves. Yeah, it always seems like it's the better quality, more expensive tequila. Not to say that if a, bo- a bottle doesn't come in a box, it's not you know good quality. But it, sometimes it just feels like a brand will really just go like the extra mile by putting their bottle in a box for some reason to kind of give it a little bit more pizzazz. It's a great marketing strategy to try to get you to... Uh gravitate towards that that bottle or that box or whatever you see yeah it's a it's another layer of marketing yeah which, it, is, which is good to the for the, the seller yeah it definitely is um to me what's cool too is it's it's almost like another um item of collectability because yeah. like we tried in a previous episode we tried the jose cuervo reserva de la familia extra añejo and every year that they release that bottle they hire a new artists to do the box. artwork for the box um and over you know not not just that bottle specifically but over time boxes that certain bottles have come in have changed yeah um so if you're like a real you know connoisseur of tequila chances are you're going to have you know the older year of that bottle that came in a box and you're going to have the newer updated bottle with that new box so it's like pokemon you really got to catch them all you know <laughs> Yeah, sure. More like that's... a venereal disease, but yeah. no, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I know for me, I have a bunch of bottles that that have come in boxes. To me, I think the best box, and I think you may have alluded to this uh, in a previous episode too, is the uh, Grand Centenario. That mm-hmm. one that comes in a box. It I has, love that box. Yeah, it has like a velvety kind of liner inside. It, it opens on both sides. Like, I would buy that tequila specifically for the box. Does it have magnets? in it like when yeah. you oh yeah so when you open that it's thing it's magnetized it like 
it's an experience. Like it feels solid to open. You like actually can feel the magnets resisting you opening yeah. it. When you close it, it snaps shut. Yeah. And that, I mean, the box is a full experience in that case. Yeah. And when, when you have a box, it needs to be an experience. Otherwise it's just a waste of cardboard. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Pretty much. I mean, yeah, that specifically, that is a really cool box that, that a bottle comes in. Um, I personally really like, you know, the Jose Cuervo Reserva de la Familia. Like that box is really cool because that, I feel like that's like a wood box. If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've looked at it because I keep the bottle just on a shelf. Um, but that's like an actual wood box. So that's pretty sturdy and really cool. And it has the, the artwork on it. But what's funny is like, I think I mentioned this when we talked about, when we reviewed uh, Classe Azul, that bottle comes in a box but it's like it's more of just like a shipping like really flimsy cardboard box like there's no element of uh like you know pizzazz pizzazz it's funny because like, when we talked about that bottle i don't even i i said i always recognize this bottle when i see it but i don't think i could tell you what the box looks like yeah because it's very <laughs> like unassuming it's it it's almost like they don't need the box but for some reason it's it's there and i can't figure out why because like certain bottles they have these boxes and it's like okay like you said it's it's a it's a whole experience with the box not yeah. just the tequila or the bottle like you're really bringing more elements into the experience but with that box specifically it's like okay this is just flimsy cardboard like is this what you guys like shipped it to the store in like yeah. it's 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 really there's no purpose so it's kind of funny how some some brands utilize boxes. I feel like most of them utilize it as like really good marketing and mm -hmm. just like an added layer. But then some are just like, yeah, we have this box because we had all this cardboard laying around. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what to do with it. So we, we stamped our label on it and now the bottle's in a box, you right. know? Yeah. Yeah. In that case, a box is just worthless. I mean, the box we have here today with the bottle that it obviously is inside is extremely beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's just it it really is an inviting box and I want to open this tequila and get inside and see what's what's going on inside this box. Yeah. So uh let's get to it right after this break. All right, welcome back. Uh today on the show, Jack, the bottle I brought for us to try is a bottle of El Tesoro Extra Añejo. And I'm pretty excited because I think this is only your second extra second añejo. Extra añejo. Yeah. So it comes in this really pretty blue box mm -hmm. um, and it has, well, I'll let you describe it, but it's uh, what I love about this tequila is even though it does come in this box, it's still somewhat unassuming, but this is really highly rated. Um, it's, you know, for the experienced tequila drinker, it's like one of the top bottles you can get. I feel really, yeah, it's uh it's it's made it's a Camarena. Um, <laughs> thanks, um, Carlos Camarena, the master distiller who we've tried um, tequila ocho. He's also the master distiller oh, for yeah. tequila ocho as well as uh, Tapatio and uh, love I think, their hot sauce. <laughs> different brand, oh. different company, <laughs> um, and Via Lobos, um, which are all you know certified additive free tequilas. They all make their tequila in the very traditional way. Um, he also produces El Tesoro. Um, and I've opened this bottle. It's a really, it's just, it's really fantastic. It, it, it's hard to describe almost because it's like everything you want a tequila to be without any of the 
added bullshit layers. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like it's very just amazing. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna put it in a box that's this nice, it uh, it better be good. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just like I said, wasting cardboard. Yeah. So if you want, no, normally you would describe the uh, the bottle, but since it's in a box, how about you describe the box and then I'll give us some information about El Tesoro and then you can describe the bottle once we do that. All right. Well, the box is a really nice deep blue color and it has uh, agave outlines imprinted or embossed all over the bo- all over the box, which is pretty cool. Yeah. A gold very subtle detailed. Yeah, I mean at first I didn't see it until I picked it up and put the box in the light and now it's very apparent and it's actually it feels nice to touch. Yeah. Um, everything else is printed in gold, which is cool. It's a it's a very nice contrast color to the blue, and it says El Tesoro, authentic authentico processo and Tahona. So yeah, you're still saying. still working on your Spanish. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm <laughs> actually thinking of going and getting Rosetta Stone and trying to learn Spanish, but yeah, we'll we'll see how that works out. And then extra añejo tequila, 100% pure agave, and then Don Felipe, I, I assume. And then the, it says Master Foundador. <laughs> I don't know. I can't speak Spanish. But it's a really pretty box. And it's um, can't wait to try the tequila inside. Yeah. So we'll see how I feel about my second extra in Yeho on the show. Yeah. I, I think you're going to really like this because it's it's very, um, how do you, how do I, how do I, it's hard to describe. Like it's subtle, but, but everything is very apparent. Like I guess it's because it's just so traditional in its process that you get all of the appropriate flavors with none of you know nothing nothing you don't need yeah so i got one question for you before you get into that though um do you usually keep your boxes or do you usually if something comes in a box you just kind of put the tequila on the shelf and get rid of the box so i don't get rid of any boxes unless it's that classy azul box because that was like a pointless box but all the other boxes that i have Normally what I do is I put the bottle on my shelf, but then I put the box in like this little cabinet that we have that's kind of like storage. But that way I can, you know, once the bottle is done, I can put it back in its box and store it and that then way. And throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I don't know. Like I've actually never finished a bottle. I haven't finished a bottle yet that came in a box because yeah. normally I, you know, I drink my tequila slow and I don't really drink with anybody besides you and like two other friends. And that's, you know, we drink regularly, but my other friends, they come over rarely. So Mm -hmm. it's really just me. So with so many bottles of tequila that I have, it's hard for me to get through a single bottle because I'm drinking a different tequila every time I drink tequila. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I do keep the boxes uh, because they're cool, and sometimes they have more information on the box than if you than if you just looked at the bottle. And sometimes you can sell a box for uh, for money, like you did that Warhol. Uh, yeah, that Don, was cool too. Uh, Dom Perignon thing. Yeah, I did sell that that box with the bottle, yeah. the empty bottle. But still, um, the, the box was worth something. Yeah, and these tequila bottles are worth worth money too, empty as well, mm-hmm. and they're worth more with the with the. Uh, with the box maybe, maybe we should do an episode on uh empty bottles one day and selling them on ebay or wherever else you can sell stuff yeah. um anyway so let's talk a little bit about el tesoro like i said they're very traditional in their process um they slow roast all of their agave um the agaves are hand-picked out of the fields that that they get them from um and they slow roast them for 48 hours and traditional ovens. 
Um, they steam them at very low temperatures, their website says, and then they let them cool for an entire day. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. I haven't heard that before that, that they would let them cool for an entire day. I think we've had one on the show that they said they, they like have a post cook time of six hours, but yeah. an entire day that's 24 hours. So those agaves would have really cooled off. Yeah. So once they're cooked, um, they use a two ton volcanic Tahona stone to crush the agave and extract the juice. Um, so again, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, the Tahona method of crushing the agave is the traditional way to go. Um, and that typically brings out the best flavor from the agave to make your tequila much better than some of the more modern, uh, technologically advanced uh, processes. So it's nice that they're using that Tahona method. Um, and then they obviously age their tequilas for a set amount of time with the extra añejo. Uh, they are going to be aging an extra añejo. Any extra añejo has to be aged for at least three years. Yeah. Um, with the El Tesoro extra añejo, it says on their website, this special tequila blend is slowly aged in American oak ex bourbon barrels for four to five years. Hmm which add, well, I'm not going to mention this part because then it talks about flavor and we no, shouldn't, we'll, 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 I don't want to uh, mention the that aroma and the flavor notes. After. Yeah. So I, like I said, I've mentioned this multiple times at this point, El Tesoro, very traditional in their methods. They're using, you know, all the old school methods you want to see when drinking tequila, just to get the most flavor out of the agave. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to try it. Let's, uh, Open that box up and explain what the bottle looks like, Jack. All right, here we go. We're gonna get a little box noise today. If we can hear <laughs> it on the on the show, box noise. <laughs> That's our first box noise. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ooh, actually, the bottle is nice and snug in there. This is a a cool looking. This is it's a really cool bottle, bottle, and I want and I hope you describe the the top because that to me is the my favorite part. And you won't actually be able to get the whole effect until you pull it off, but it's awesome. It's its own little Tahona stone. It is. Um, so the bottle actually has a very interesting shape on top. So it's a a pretty tall, we'll say medium tall, medium um, height, clear glass bottle, and then embossed on the bottle it says 100% day agave azul, which is blue Weber agave, obviously. Yep. Or blue agave. Um, but then the um, uh, bottle has, <clears throat> excuse me, has these like little lips almost. I don't know how I've described this. Yeah. Um, I guess it's like a little ridge on top of the bottle. And then again, you have that nice blue color and then the silver or the gold label with the writing and El Tesoro, Extra Añejo. Um, basically says all the same things that the box says. It's got these cool little barrels imprinted on the on the label as well as a little what looks to be a little still and then the back says el tesoro is crafted at la altenia i assume that's how you'd say that distillery founded by my grandfather don felipe carmarena in 1937 we make tequila here almost exactly as he did then and for the very same reasons to pay tribute to our friends our fields, sorry, our fields of agave and to make a spirit worth sipping. And then at, at La, I can't, how do you pronounce this? A-L-T-E-N-A. -E La Altena? Altena? Let me see. You know, I got to work on my Spanish. This La is going to be ridiculous. Altena, 
I'm assuming. I think that's what I said the first time. Law taint, all taint, all taint. Your tradition matters. We still cook our agaves in the old-fashioned ovens, crush them with a volcanic Tejonas wheel, and double distill our tequila to proof without any additives or extra añejo spirit. Then slowly ages in a ex bourbon barrel, taking on a so subtle hint of their sweetness and the richness of chocolate, the toasty notes of coffee and caramel, and the spice of cinnamon. Nice. Yeah. And then the top, as Rob was alluding to, is like a little Tahona stone, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I really like that top. And the best part about it is it is heavy. Like, it's a heavy top. Yeah, it feels like, heavy. You can tell. Like, at first you're like, huh, this is nice. Like, it feels like it's, you know, a stone. And then you pull it off and you're like, shit, this might be an actual stone. Like, it's really crazy. Um, and I love the detail because it looks a lot like a Tahona, whereas some... Some brands, they have a top that kind of resembles a Tejona, and you're like, oh, yeah, it resembles. But this like looks like the actual Tejona that mm -hmm. they use in their factory. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so with that said, uh, let's let's pop it open. And I love the color of this tequila. It's like... It is really pretty. Um, on their website, they describe, they describe it as vibrant gold. And that's, that's pretty... That's a good explanation. Yeah, it's a pretty... Because it's not, it's not like coppery. It's not... Um, it's not that... Ambery. It is almost like gold. Yeah, it's not a straw color. Um, it's definitely lighter for an extra añejo. Um, you know, you figure something that sits in a barrel for... What did they say? What did I say? Four to five years. Mm -hmm. You would assume it's going to take on a lot of that oaky coloring yeah um but it's relatively light considering how long it's been aged um just a really beautiful color but let's pop it open let's let's get that cork noise nice wow that is a heavy top yeah right it must be made of like concrete or something yeah i don't know I it doesn't feel ceramic no it's like honestly like solid concrete <laughs> all right yeah pretty cool though heavy pour for you today no 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 <laughs> Just, just enough to get the get the flavor, get the taste. You know how. Oh, it smells. It smells really good. Yeah. Just don't drip it all over the bottle. Yeah, I know. All right. I Here got. Go. I got. Here we go. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just. It's like as traditional as you can get, and it has everything you need in a tequila. Like nothing more, nothing less. There's no like fancy fancy things going on. It's just exactly what you want. And I think if I remember correctly, I think I paid $99 for this bottle, but I've seen them as cheap as I think $89. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a relatively, you don't have to worry about putting it back, putting in, the it box back in the box. All right. Um, I think that's relatively inexpensive considering the quality that we are about to experience. Um, Man, it smells good. It does smell really good. It smells really good. Um, Dang, that just smells so good. Yeah. Like, I get... You get a good amount of agave, but not overpowering. And then there's, like, a very nice sweetness to it. Like... How would I describe it? Kind of like... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like it smells like a malt yeah like something malted it kind of does it's kind of like that like a chocolate malt in a sense mm -hmm. like you'd get at like a baseball game chocolate malt at the baseball game yeah i never had a chocolate, never had a malt, chocolate at a malt at the baseball game? game yeah whenever we go to a dodger game you get a chocolate malt honestly i'm picking up a lot of like you know on christmas when people put like cloves and oranges 
Yeah. And then like you smell like mm. when you walk into somebody's house, it smells like clovey orangey. You know what clove smells, yeah. right? Yeah. It's I'm getting a lot of that. A lot of like malted flavor. I guess that's from the, the process of aging in those bourbon barrels because yeah. malt is um just uh like a wheat that's been fermented basically. Yeah. And then powdered. Hmm. It smells so good. I just want to try it. Yeah. Should we keep going on flavor notes or aroma notes or should we just give it a sip? I don't know. Like I feel like I'm getting a decent amount of cinnamon. I'm getting a sweetness that I can't put my finger on because a lot of times if the you sweetness smoke is a really good cigar and before you light it, you smell it, that and it's almost smells sweet. It's a similar sweetness. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying like this the smell of smoke. I'm just saying like the sweetness of the tobacco. Of the leaf. tobacco leaves. Yeah, I don't know. Because normally I feel like when I when I smell sweetness, it's like you smell vanilla, but it's not the case here. Yeah. It's like a little bit of cinnamon cinnamon. Cinnamon. <laughs> it's a little bit of cinnamon. It's a little bit of orange. But it's also like it just smells I don't know. If it, it smells almost like a cookie to me, in a sense. But not like like an oatmeal raisin cookie is kind of what I'm getting. Does yeah. that make sense? And yeah. it's probably the cinnamon. Oh, it almost does smell oatmeal raisin yeah, cookie. Doesn't it? Doesn't it smell like oatmeal raisin cookie? But like it's the like best that, kind of like had. that mix of sweetness and spice and Yeah, with like a little bit of fruit. Oh, it just smells so good. Anyway, all right, let's try it. Cheers. Cheers. Really easy to drink. There's like it's no... almost even. Um, it tastes almost better than it smells. Yeah, there's no burn, which is like the first thing I notice. It has such a pleasing mouthfeel. You get? A, do you get a little bit of like like heat, like spice heat? Because I do. Like in the back of your yeah, like, like on the back of your tongue. Yeah, just a little bit. Like you get a little bit of that. Should we say that that chili pepper heat? Chili pepper heat. <laughs> um, wow, this is great. Yeah, it, there's a little bit of sweetness to it again. I wouldn't describe it as like oatmeal raisin sweet, though. It's more of like an earthy sweet, like, like, um, if you let it really let it sit on your tongue and then like kind of aerate it, it tastes like an oatmeal raisin cookie. I mean, like a little bit. How do yeah. you how do you make a, a liquid taste like a, a baked good? I don't know. It's super good. What's I don't, I don't know if that's what people who are drinking tequila are looking for. But if I'm going to drink uh, an know, alcohol now, by itself. Now I'm like totally just tasting oatmeal raisin. Right? Like it's like, so good. Almost like raw oatmeal raisin cookie though. <laughs> like I don't even know. It's like, uh, it's like in my brain. Yeah. It's what I like though is you get that, that sweetness, but there is a little bit of like spice heat. Shit. I could drink this all fucking day long. Yeah. Like it's really like, there's so many contrasting flavors. Cause you wouldn't think like something sweet. Or fruity would give you that spice too. It's almost like the spice. You have you know when you on the side of the road when they have the fruit stands and yeah. then they put you know so you get a whole thing of fruit and then they put the the uh, tahini on it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it's like in terms of the the little that's bit the of heat kind you're of getting. that's the kind of heat you're getting. It's it's chili spice. Yeah, um, it's a good burn. I don't even get any like burn down in the chest or anything. Like it's that easy to drink. I don't want to say smooth, but it's definitely smooth. I think this podcast we're allowed to say smooth. I don't. I don't yeah. care what the purists say. Yeah, uh, it's just. I mean, it's all around. How does it just? It smell okay when you make an oatmeal raisin cookie. You have sugar, 
flour, oatmeal, oatmeal raisins, raisins. <laughs> vanilla, brown sugar usually. You said cinnamon. I didn't say cinnamon yet, but cinnamon, you could even put like maybe a little allspice or clove in there. And honestly, I'm picking up all of those flavors in this drink, yeah. in, in the Altasora Extra Añejo. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. But what, to me, what's funny about this is the first time I drank it, I was like, "Yeah, this is all right." <laughs> like, it didn't excite me. But well, if you don't want to take it home, you can leave it here. No, now I love it. I opened it up uh, a couple weeks ago, and then a friend came over last week, and we sat on my patio and tried a few things. And this was one that we tried, and it was so good. How does it taste like cookies? I don't know. It's delicious. Um, let's give it uh, a rating. Do you want to go I'm first? I'm going first. Uh, presentation blue is my favorite color, not pink like Aerosmith. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> did you get that reference? <laughs> no, um, no, they have a song called Pink is My Favorite Color, it's all about vaginas. Oh. Um, yeah, that's a weird <laughs> song, but blue is my favorite color, and the blue they've used to present the box and the bottle is just spectacular. I love the attention to detail on the whole presentation. And what'd you say you paid like around a hundred dollars for this, this yeah, bottle? I paid, I paid 99 bucks for it. So this isn't something I'd recommend to somebody who, um, it's just getting into tequila. It's a little more expensive and a lot of people would shy away from that kind of price point. And based on that factor alone, I'm going to give it a one seven okay. on appearance. I love the, I love the box. I love the fact that it comes with a box and it, it gives almost more of like a sense of occasion. Yeah. Like if you pulled this off your shelf, and you open the box and you were with somebody who maybe enjoyed tequila but didn't know much about it they'd be like wow they're bringing out the fancy stuff you yeah know? so you yeah. It would, it's a it's a nice sense of occasion so a one seven for um display or however you want to call it or um recommending to people and right and the way it looks and then aroma this thing it just it's it hits every point for me and i am like really hesitant on I think I like this more than the the Jose Cuervo Reserva Day. What was it? Reserva Day La, La Familia. Familia. Yeah, I, I it's definitely it's very different. Like you can't compare. I mean, the only thing you can can compare is that they're extra añejos. Aside from that, they're totally different aroma and flavor profiles. It's a completely different. But I mean, I could see everything. how someone would like this more than than the Reserva de La Familia. I'm gonna give okay. I'm gonna give the flavor note a higher score. I was gonna give the aroma note a higher score, but I'm gonna give the aroma a three seven. Okay. Um. And then for flavor, I I want a bottle of this. Like I want my own because Let's go get one. <laughs> I want. I just want to. Do they make a smaller bottle? Because I don't nah. need it. Oh, okay, so well, and I would have to get the the full size. But and this might be controversial, but I'm gonna give it a three nine. Wow, that's like, like that's the highest flavor rating ever on the show. It tastes like like a box of cookies, and my favorite cookie is oatmeal raisin cookies. But I can't eat a box of oatmeal raisin cookies because I would be morbidly obese within within seconds. Um, and so this is like the next best thing. I could just you know have a glass of this every other night and not worry about ever eating a cookie again. So that brings you to a nine point three, which I think may be the same, the same score as I had the, for reserve. the reserve de la familia. Yeah, and I think that's the highest score on the show. I think we both had a nine three for the reserve de la familia. I think I gave the uh, <clears throat> Cuervo. A three, I think it was a three eight and a three eight, possibly for the uh, yeah for the aroma and flavor. So I think that's where we kind of balance out. Yeah. Um, but God, the flavor of this, 
And like, it's just getting more oatmeal raisin cookie as I know. it sits in the and glass. And if I wasn't worried the, about giving nose. giving things a four, because I know I can't, I don't want to give something a four because there might be something even better out there. Yeah. But I would give this a four. Well, like if, I said, if it wasn't any, if I had, if I wasn't so young in my tequila journey. Yeah. I mean, for, like I said earlier, for many tequila drinker, aficionado type of purists, like this is, this is one of the top bottles. And when it comes to like, you know, regular sippers, you know, this is, this is way up there on the list of tequila. So I think a 9.3 is, is a, a reasonable score, yeah. even though that's relatively high, especially on the show. That's, you know, like I said, the highest that's tied with the highest now. Um, like I would love to share this with anybody I knew who would even like, remotely like tequila. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. So from my rating, I love how this smells like this smell and the more it sits in the glass, even though I just have like a tiny bit left, it's still opening up and it's just getting more and more like oatmeal raisin E. Yeah. Which may sound to people listening like that's like a bad description, but it, it's, it's really not. I listened to a podcast the other day. It's uh, Bill, Bill Nye's podcast. And they had a whole guy discuss or a guy discussing uh, smell and taste. And you only have like 400 taste and smell receptors. Just 400. Yeah, but then there's a whole combination <laughs> and stuff. But the the reason why you taste things in certain things when you taste them is because it's triggering that same receptor in your brain mm. for that same taste. And it's just what you're basing that that yeah. memory off of. Well, Lord knows I love an oatmeal raisin so cookie. So it's the when you taste oatmeal raisin cookie, your taste it, your brain receptor is just firing that same receptor for that oatmeal raisin. Mm. Um, chemical or whatever that your brain is recognizing. Yeah, yeah, and and I love this. This thing smells so good. Like if you just smelled this and someone said, "Smell this," could you drink a bottle of this? You'd be like, "I could." Yeah, tonight. Like, Pour me a glass. <laughs> <laughs> it smells so good. It smells so inviting and just so um, unique in a sense. Like how many times have you smelled a tequila and been like, "That smells like a cookie." Like it's, but not in an overly Sweet, sweet vanilla garbagey way yeah no, nothing artificial about it like that's just what what you pick up and it smells so good yeah. um you know like you said earlier you get the cinnamon you get the clove you get the you know kind of like that earthy um uh flowery oatmeal mm -hmm. like it all just combines and you get that the malt you know you get that yeah. all combined to give you that oatmeal kind of aroma i'm going to take another little sip here Oh, I didn't even give my aroma score. No, um, <laughs> we, got, we got too deep in the in your uh, brain. Yeah, sense. so I think I'm gonna give it a three. It's really good on the nose. I think it's probably one of the best on the nose I've ever smelled. I think I'm gonna give it a three nine. Damn. Yeah, like it's seriously one of the best on the nose I've ever smelled, and like it's pretty good. Yeah, it's just that amazing. Um, I just knew I was gonna give it a high flavor score, so I wasn't gonna give it a three nine. Yeah, three nine. You know? No, on the nose, like it's super good. On on the palate, it's it's amazing too. But I feel like there are definitely tequilas I've had that I would prefer to drink. I mean, there's maybe only three <laughs> that yeah. I'd prefer to drink over this one. Um, so I'm gonna give it a, a a fairly high score, but nothing crazy. Um, Compared to those other, I think I'm going to give it a three seven All on right. the on the flavor, which I think is very fair. I mean, we're, we've just flip flopped. Yeah. So I mean the the flavor is excellent. Um, you get a lot of the similar uh, aroma notes, uh, and I really enjoy it. To me, the best part about it is that even though it is aged for so long as an extra añejo, 
it's not overly complex. No, it's not like the Jose Cuervo where there was like literally my brain could not decipher like anything. Like keep and up. It just was like this is this and this and this and this. Yeah, but it was still good. It just there was so much in it. Yeah, know? and I find with some extra añejos, like they can be a little overwhelming when it comes to like you know flavor and and what you pick up. Yeah, but I like that this is not. Um, so I'm gonna give it a three seven. And then when it comes to presentation, I really love the bot the bottle. I love that it comes in a box. Um, I love the shape of the bottle. Yeah, it's like cool. it's a really cool shape. What I like is that when you usually when you see a bottle in a box, it's usually a really big bottle, like the Don Julio 1942 tall bottle, Classe mm -hmm. Azul tall bottle, the Grand Centenario, which to me is one of the most underrated bottles out there. Super tall bottle. Like another one that I can think of is like the Sincoro, tallest bottle I own. <laughs> so stupid. Um, you know, aside from that though, like really the only other normal sized bottle I can think of that comes in a box, and I'm sure there are others, but the only one I can think of is the Reserva de la Familia, which is just a normal bottle yeah. in a box. Yeah. And so is the El Tesoro. Um to me, the box is a little underwhelming. Like, it's cool that it comes in a box. I love the colors. I love the how it di displays on the shelf. But I guess because of the size, it's kind of underwhelming to me. And I think I'm going to give it a 1-7 on the... Did we just come up with the same score? Same score, just different <laughs> aroma and different flavor. Yeah, there. I mean, so, like, nothing bad about it. It's just a little underwhelming, and I think I'm going to get, yeah, I got to give it a 9.3. It's very plain, um, but it's to me, it's appealing. You know plain. what? I'm changing my score because... Why? No, I have to change my score. It's the first time ever I'm going to change my score. Right. I'm going to give Lucky it... I'm going to give it one-tenth of a point less, and the only reason why is because I can't have it tied with the Reserva de la Familia. I mean... I the, and the only reason why is because I know I like the Reserva de la Familia better. Even though they're both very different, yeah. I do like that bottle better. And because of that, I'm going to deduct a point <laughs> from the uh, from the presentation. I'm going to give it a 1.6, and I'm going to give it an ultimately a 9.2. <laughs> so sad. But it's really not because this bottle is amazing. I would highly recommend it to anybody. It's like you said, if uh, if you pulled this off your shelf and someone you were with like remotely knew anything about tequila, they'd be like, this is this is the good stuff. Yeah. Um, so with that, if you're in the market for an extra Añejo, definitely recommend the El Tesoro. It's it's definitely amazing. Um, comes in the really pretty blue block bo blocks box box. <laughs> And it's just all around a great sipping tequila. Like you won't be And it's like $80 less than the uh, Reserva de la Familia. Currently. Yeah. I yeah. think the cheapest. Well, no, the cheapest I've seen is for, I think, 140 lately. So oh, 40, so 40 bucks cheaper. Whatever. But yeah. Still. It's just it's a, a deal. <laughs> yeah. It's just really good. And you know what? I just realized I didn't mention what the tasting and uh, aroma notes were on the website. You want to hear them really quick before sure, we wrap let, it up? Let's let's hear them. So aroma notes on the El Tesoro Extra Añejo, according to El Tesoro's website. Oh, aroma, it's just oatmeal raisin cookie. Yeah, That's it? No, oh. it's coffee, cinnamon, and butter. That's oh. with notes of caramel. The butter like is, uh, yeah, it's basically an oatmeal raisin cookie minus the coffee. Wow. Um, and then taste a balanced blend of coffee, dark chocolate, dried fruits, and roasted almonds. So I could see how your All brain would. All of those would, flavors would, would conflate into cookie for me. Yeah, I could see how your brain would, would yeah. you know, associate that with cookie. 
um, minus the coffee, the coffee, not so much, but even still like it, it definitely all could add up to giving us that, that cookie type flavor. Mm-hmm. I personally don't get a lot of coffee, um, or almond really on the taste, but yeah, excellent tequila all around. Highly recommend it. Muy bien. Any final thoughts, Jack? Uh, I'm going to work on my Spanish. It's my final thought. I'm going to get Rosetta Stone and maybe, uh, I'll be able to speak some Spanish by episode 128. Okay. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening to find us on Instagram. Follow us at the underscore tequila collective. And wherever you're listening to our podcast, please make sure to leave a five-star review and share it with a friend, if you will. Please. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.